Hello and welcome to episode 70 of the AG podcast. I'm your host today, the Ash Kono 9, and with me, as always, on the podcast is Jaminator. Good evening, pal. Evening, mate. How are you doing? You okay? Yeah, not too bad. How are you? Yeah, not too bad at all. Thank you very much. Um, excited for this one. Obviously, we've got a, a fun returning member on. Yes. Which obviously we'll get to now. But, um, but yeah, it should, uh, should be a good one, mate. Yes, it should be good. It will be a good laugh. And joining us on today's podcast is everyone's favourite scouser, Harry. All right, lads. How are we all? Yeah, not too bad. All thanks good. for thanks for coming back on. Uh, I thought you were going to say Jeff with that introduction. To be honest, <laughs> are you not the favourite? Or, or Lost Boy? <laughs> or uh, Stephen Gerrard? Jimmy Carragher? Lost Recluse? <laughs> Anybody? Brilliant. Uh, right. So just to run down the uh, the running order for today, we're going to start off with the Premiership, um, and then head over to the world of Call of Duty. Obviously, the Quad 2v2 League has now just started as well. Uh, so we'll hear a little bit from the guys about the latest in that. Uh, we'll then have a little look at the Championship, uh, followed by Bertie in the Golf, and then we'll end with League One and also some podcast predictions. So, um, obviously, just before we go on to the Premiership, obviously, Friday night was the uh, the charity game of the uh, Mind Series between Absolute Gaming and uh, Wurzburgers, or... VFL Burgers, I've got to say that. Um, it was a bit of a whitewash, 5-0 to the uh, the VFL side, but a great, great event. Um, and thank you, and obviously well done to everyone that has contributed um, to such a great cause. Um, always enjoy these sort of events, so uh, well done to the community for uh, getting involved in, in many ways. Right. Let's start with the Premiership. So I'm just going to run down from top to bottom very, very quickly. So Brian1867 is currently top, uh, undefeated, may I add, uh, followed by Buncey, and then Paul. Burger Boy is in fourth. Uh, Super Cruise is in fifth. Sweaty Bananas is in sixth. Jaxi in seventh. Wells are in eighth. Sean, Joe, followed by myself and Mark in the relegation playoff at the moment. And then Ben AJ Cooper and Plunkett in the automatic bottom two. So, Jam, I'm going to start with you. I suppose looking at that division, the, the, the two names that everyone had at the start of it to do sort of be in those top two, three are uh, not. <laughs> Um, <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, quite simply put, yeah, I think it was, um, if we, we mentioned it on the last podcast, I think Brian, after the start he had and, and, and the way he was going, it's not surprising to see him still up there. He, he's doing really well. It'll be a bit of a test, obviously, his next fixtures against Jaxi, which which hasn't happened yet. Potentially could have happened by the time the pod goes out. Um, but yeah, I mean, Berger and Jaxi... Um, Jaxie was in. I think, was Jaxie bottom or second bottom on the podcast last time? Yeah, he was. Uh, he was definitely yeah. in the bottom four. <clears throat> I mean, he's you know he's he's turned his form around absolutely, and we didn't really expect any less to be honest. I mean, he's ten points off the the top two, um, with what you know another another sort of however many fixtures left to play. Maybe um, what have we got? Fourteen. So yeah, about yeah another another at least sort of thirteen, fourteen fixtures still to play. So. There's every chance he could easily still finish in that sort of top two or three, depending on results around him. But for me, I think um, props have to go to you know we we see it so many times where where fixture where where um where pundits you know in real life as well they'll say um like Brentford for example Ash with with Arsenal obviously um they'll say like oh Arsenal did absolutely shit they did terrible blah blah but nobody will really talk about Brentford and how well they did. I think we have to sort of you know. Bunsey is the Brentford of the Premier League right now. 
Absolutely. Um, you know, he's 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 up there in second. He's putting his money where his mouth is. He's got the top scorer in the division. I, for one, didn't think he'd be up there at all. I thought maybe that, you know, even though he's playing well, I did not see him, um, you know, sort of being above at this stage of the season, the likes of Berger with two games extra played, Berger's got, you know, compared to Bunsey. Mm. Um, you know, having played the same amount as Sweaty, Bananas and Jaxie, but being a good six, you know, or nine in the case of Jaxie, points ahead of him. Um, yeah, I think, you know, props to Bunsey and, and Paul, who were the two guys that we sort of, you know, mentioned along with um, along with Suited and Mark, who we thought could be dark horses. Mm. Bunsey's done absolutely phenomenal, as has Paul. So, yeah, for me, I, I'd rather concentrate on the positives in that sense that they've done phenomenally well. Um, again, and, and Berger and Jaxie, it's just not clicking. But do you know what? Again, we'll, we'll, when we come to the championship later on with myself, I think a lot of the a lot of people who maybe are expected to do well have not been doing well this season for one reason or another. Yeah, I mean, one of those names that you've just mentioned uh, a minute ago, Mark the Shark. Um, I'm going to come. I'll come to you first, and then obviously Harry can give his thoughts. Um, he's obviously he's in the relegation playoff at the moment. He's he's only uh, he's only won three games, drawn two, and lost five. Um, he's only picked up one win in his last five. Um, what, what, what's gone wrong for him this season? Because obviously you look at his team and all the players he's got and all that pace, um, it's just not clicked. Yeah, I, I think, um, I mean, he's just done a deal, hasn't he? He sold um, Rashford, eh, sorry, he's uh, he brought Rashford in and got rid of uh, Bale and uh, Usman Dembele. Um, I think, it's, it's, again, it's a tough one because I think he... Last season promised a lot in in the way he was playing, playing really well in the off season with the head to heads as well, um, and everybody was sort of tipping him for for a top four push really. But yeah, I don't know, I don't really know why it's not clicked to be honest. I've, I did say at the end of last season, on the last podcast of last season, over two thirds of his squad was defenders, and admittedly on the sheet you could say you know Jesus Navas, Carl Walker. Mbappé, and he was playing Mbappé as a CDM. You know, you, you could play these players out of position. Um, but ultimately, and, and hopefully on the next FIFA, you know, they've already talked about positional sense being more important than ever. Hopefully that comes to fruition because you see the likes are suited. You know, I, I played suited in the cup and it is infuriating when you've got bloody four fullbacks making up a back four. So they're all absolutely rapid. Um, it makes it very, very difficult to play against. And um, yeah, I don't know. You can't always, <laughs> this is coming from me as well. I mean, Riverman will be turning in, in, uh, in his grave. <laughs> you know, you can't rely on pace. You can't rely on pace alone, um, and that's seeming to be, uh, you know, maybe where Mark's potentially going wrong. I don't know. It's a tough one. Would Would you agree, Harry? And also, sort of looking at this Premiership, what what can you take from it in terms of any surprises? I mean, we've touched on Buncey and um, Paul Lowe's. Um, what What do you take from the Prem so far this season? Wait, 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 wait! Get my binoculars. On. There you go, Harry. Uh, some binoculars, lad. Just uh, <laughs> it's a long way away from where you are, so. It's all right. It's a long way, way away from you are as yeah, well. Yeah. Yeah, I'm closer to it than you, mate. I've got <laughs> you know. I've been go in on. a championship, remember? We were talking about the Premiership, mate. We'll get we'll back back on subject. Um. <laughs> To be fair, I've played Paul quite a bit because he constantly harasses me for head-to-heads. So I'm not shocked he's near the top half because he literally batters me continuously. Berger will probably pick results up and go further up. It's whether Buncey and Brian can hold, carry on getting the results to stay up there. 
Yeah. Same with Jaxi. I think he'll end up near the top four as well. Yeah, I mean, I'd be shocked if he if they weren't. I mean, obviously Berger and Jaxi both seem to pick up the points, and uh, as Berger says, you know, if you pick up three points uh, each game, you 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 do can you can do well. But I mean, you just sort of look at the points in that league, um, sort of from sixth down to. Um, well, no, no, that's not a good example, really. But you sort of look at the points. There's not hardly anything in it, especially some from sort of seventh downwards, fifteenth, fourteenth, thirteenth, eleventh, and seventh. Um, it, it, it's gonna, it's so tough. And I, we said on the previous podcast that this was gonna be, it's probably the most competitive that it's been in a long, long time. And this is without the likes of yourself, Jam and Aaron, um, and obviously we'll, we'll come on to the likes of Leon as well in the championship shortly. But um, it, there's so many names there that are so tough, and you really couldn't call it either way. I mean, I just sort of, I'm in the playoffs at the moment. I've not had a good uh, form in my last five games. I've lost four out of them. Um, <laughs> So, I mean, I've got Suit Recluse next, who um, uh, we normally have good games against. Um, but, yeah, it, it, it's so tough. Um, and I still think coming um, the next podcast, it's going to be uh, it, it's still the same sort of closeness in terms of points. I'm not shocked, Mark, near the bottom of the table, though. Why is he's, that, he's, Mark's a player who yo-yos. He reminds me of Wince. Yo-yo he does, he does the yo-yo. Yeah, I know he does. It's a fair comment. The, him and Wint yo-yo between the two leagues. They go up, then the next season they're down again. They just seem to yo-yo between the two leagues. I don't think they're Prem Like, in Mark's case, a Prem player. He's he's better than Championship, but he's not quite Prem quality. But I think the... <laughs> To elaborate slightly, to take your point and run with it a little bit, I think if we've got the numbers, this, if anything, sort of cries out because we've got so many people like this. This makes for even more reason to maybe look at four leagues next time round because mm. I'd say there's multiple players that you could put in that bracket. I don't know what you think, Ash, but I think in terms of that lower, <clears throat> that lower end prem, high-end championship and lower-end championship high-end league one i think there's a lot of people you could say you know and hence there'd be a reason for for having that um that sort of fourth division you'd have a you know a prem for the 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 people like you know burger and um brian and sweaty and jacksy and, and other sort of foot people you know the people that play uh skill moves and stat boost their players and, and all that sort of stuff um and then you've got sort of the likes of potentially yourself, Ash, me, Mark, um, you know, uh, Sean, the sort of lower end prem, high end championship and so on and so on. And just sort of split the divisions a little bit more. So it, there is more of a an equal skill level. Um, I, again, <clears throat> I said on the last podcast, I was kind of disappointed that I wasn't in the prem this season in the end because of the way it's panning out. I think that I'd have probably had a decent chance of staying up anyway, I think, in terms of the quality that's in there. But at the same time, you know, I've we'll, we'll come on to it in a minute. I think FIFA is, you know, you mentioned it in every match thread at the minute, Ash. You know, FIFA is so um, sporadic mm-hmm. in its... Um, in its sort of in its results at the minute, I mean, there was there was a situation in a head-to-head last night against I don't know if it was Bertie or, or someone else or Gaz. Um, my player just decided to go towards the penalty spot rather than the ball, and the whole goal was just gaping wide open. So I think you know there's so many random effects that happen in this game that it's incredibly difficult. Hence why you know I'm always surprised to see that it's an esport 
Mm. Um, I guess that's why FIFA, you know, they put so much money into into Ultimate Team. But um, yeah, no, it's it's a difficult one to call. I think um, for me, I I guess I would sort of agree with what you said, Ash. Overall, getting back to the Prem, I think that aside from maybe Jaxi going up a little bit. Um, and potentially Berger going up a little bit. Um, I don't see many changes, but again, I think that's probably doing a disservice to Brunsey and Paul. I think if you say that Berger's going to up, going to go up, where's he going to go to? Because I can't see them two dropping off anytime soon. Yeah, it's going to be interesting, and it's going to be interesting to see where we're at come the uh, the next episode. Right, we're going to move on, and we're going to move away from FIFA for now and move over to the world of Call of Duty. Obviously, 2v2 League has just started, so um, one of the COD team are going to take it away with the latest segment. So take it away, guys. Hi, guys. Uh, Plunkett here with the first update for Season 4 of the Call of Duty 2v2 League. Uh, we're currently halfway through the second game week, so you can take the table with a pinch of salt at the minute. We currently have Ash and Ass in first, winning with all three of the matches they've played. And that's followed closely by Sweaty Scouser with two wins and one loss. We've then got five teams, all with just one win. Those being Maya Butler Returns, Moving Mad, Poor Junket, Shoot the Sofa and Lost in a Storm. Hilly's got Worms and Spare Plates are taking up the rear with no wins yet. And that sounded like the worst horse race ever. So, we'll take a quick look at the most kills per game leaderboard. Um, we currently have Ash, who's currently leading with an average of 10.3 kills per game. Bunce is in second with 9.8. Myself on 9.3. Andy Brill somehow on 8.5. And Sweaty Bananas is on 8.3. As the weeks go on, the table will take more shape. But I'd just like to thank everyone for taking part so far, for all the efforts that they've put in. And especially Hilly and all the hard work that he's put in setting it up this season. Uh, thanks for having me, guys. Uh, thank you very much for that. Um, right, we're going to move back to FIFA and back to the Championship. So, obviously, uh, Jam, you occupy this division. I'll mm. just run down from top to bottom very quickly. So, Aaron is currently in first, followed by Leon, who took over from Leakey. Uh, Jam, you're currently third, followed by River, Bertie and Bry in the playoffs. Wardy, Sofa, Soggy and Raz are in those dead spots that don't really do anything. Uh, and then Lost Boy and Jeff are currently in the playoff. And then Tunners and Satie are currently in the automatic spots to go down so obviously we'll start with you jam um sitting in third have dropped a little bit from uh, where we were a couple of uh, a couple of weeks ago uh, you have now lost three games not the best right best form in your last five three defeats one win and one draw um obviously leon's just come in as well um undefeated what what what's gone wrong for you in the last five games um, well, just a mixture of things, really. So, I mean, um, I don't know if you saw the match thread, but when me and Raz played, um, I missed a penalty in the first game and in the second game that I didn't think were penalties. Um, to, again, it's a difficult one. I was saying this to someone in the party last night. Would I have done that in the Prem um, if it was against Jaxie or would I have just taken it? I don't know. Is that a bit of whether it's innate or intentional big-headedness, thinking that I didn't need the, the cheap goal? Um but anyway, both times what I missed, um, Raz went up the other end and scored off the off, directly off the counter attack, um, which was a bit of a kick in the teeth. But it's one of those things. Um, so yeah, I think I managed to draw with Raz and and lose to Raz in in one of the games. Me and Aaron split the points, um, three game uh, three points each, uh, a win win a piece. And uh, and last night managed to beat Bertie five three, but then lost one nil. I mean they were just totally 
completely different games last night. Mm. The first one, um, and Bertie Lindman himself, he did in the party. I was sort of cutting him apart at will, um, and he got a good couple of counter-attack goals. The second game, I just could not break him down whatsoever. I was winding him up saying he was doing drop back and, you know, soggy ball and all this sort of stuff. But whatever change he made, fair play to him because I just could not get through one bit. Um, and yeah, I don't know. It's, <laughs> this is This is what makes me sort of think that my decision to drop down is sort of indicated in the sense that I'm, I am beatable in this division. Aaron is beatable in this division. Yes, I know I'm the only one who's beating him, but I still think he's beatable in this division. Leon, I don't think he's beatable in this division. I think me and Aaron dropping into the championship is different to Leon in the championship. And yeah. I don't know what you think about that, Ash, but I think that's, yeah, that's, I, I mean, that's a completely different kettle of fish. Have you, have you played Leon yet? In a league um, when he was last in the leagues, I've not played him since. Oh, right. I've not played him no, since. No, I mean, obviously, so I, just, I was just looking at his record. <clears throat> he's played 12. He's won 11 of them and drawn one. But it's more his for and against that I'm more wowed by. So he's scored 62 goals and only conceded nine, which means he's got a yeah. goal difference of 53. And then you look at the others in that division. Aaron is the next best with 35. And then it is 17. Uh, and then it's all 5-1, minus 1. Um uh, yeah, so, I mean, uh, if he carries on that form, um, I think I had I mean down. Aaron, Aaron are playing, Aaron's playing Leon in the next two games. Um, mm. So that could be, I think, probably the title decider um, yeah. out of those two. I mean... I, I look at, I mean, I look at the people I've still got left to play. I've still got Jeff. Um, I've still got Lost Boy. Um, I've still got Wardy, Bry, Riverman and Leon. Um, and again there's definitely winnable games in there there's games that I could end up getting six points mm. obviously I don't think I'm going to get anything off Leon and that's the, the the truth I think that that for me in terms of predictions in terms of in terms of the way the season's going to pan out I do think that the three of us will still go up um, if anyone's not going to go up out of them three it'll be me yeah. and it'll be um, a playoff defeat to Bertie or Bry or Riverman or Sofa River and that's, that's sort of how I see it River going. Man, Jam's playoff final. Um, <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe. I'd like to see something a bit different. We could have a Bri Bertie. Bri or Bertie in the playoff final, because that would mean a new person uh, making their way up there. Um, Harry, obviously, looking towards the bottom, um, some of the names down there, obviously, Tunners and Satie, both came up from League One uh, last season. It's not worked out well for them. Um do you think they're they're going to be going back down to League One come a few weeks' time? I think Seaty may end up staying up there. Um, if he can get his obviously form together, I think he'll end up staying up just. Um, Tunners, I'm not shocked against. His style of play does not. Is when he comes up against the better players, it won't help him. He literally just goes to pace down the wings. And it doesn't help at all. His style of play, just, that's what's letting him down. Jeff is the one I'm shocked about that's down there. Yeah. Because he, he seems a lot better player when you play him. But for some reason, it doesn't seem to be picking the results up in the league for whatever reason. See, I, I, would, I would sort of take fault with that a little bit because you're saying that Satie's got a better chance of staying up. Yeah, he's played two less games, but he's only on three points. He's conceded, you know, his goal difference is worse than, than Tunner's. Um, 
Tun has, has, has got a, you know, a win. And the, the, it's quite clear. We talk about this all the time. Um, you know, look who's got the most amount of draws in the entire division. Tunners. He's got five draws. You turn one of those draws into a win, mm. then again, he's potentially 12th, so he's one place up. You turn two of those draws into a win, he's 10th. You know? So, for me, I think that um, I think personally, Harry, I, I would disagree. I think that Tunners has got a much better chance of staying up, um, especially when I played him as well. I, I, I managed to get a 90th minute winner to, to beat him. So I, I think, if anything, he'd be the one out of the two that would have a better chance of staying up. Yeah, I mean, just... so with looking at the table, Saty's got two games on Tunners. If he wins both those two games, he would go above Tunners. Yeah, but they're against Sofa. You know, so and again, again Saty plays a lot of FIFA. Mm. I wouldn't be shocked if he he does <clears> pick up some points. I mean, against oh, I, lower, wouldn't, I wouldn't be, lower I wouldn't be shocked. Teams. If, I wouldn't be shocked if he picks up points, but he's running out of games to do it. Whereas I think that you know, Tunis is already five points on you know ahead of um, ahead of Saty, and the fact that he's got this that many draws, for me. It means that he's doing something right. He's just not getting over the line. Not Draws, the you goals. know, one point here, one point there. Yeah, it just doesn't do the business. He needs more. He needs more goals. So I mean, just looking at those bottom four: uh, Lost, Jeff, Tunners, and Sati, and then looking at the four that are in those uh, spots above them. So Amon, Raz, Soggy, Cabbages, Sofa, and Wardy. Um, on paper, do you see much movement? Um, I mean, possibly. I mean, obviously, Raz is only. Uh, He's only out of the playoffs at the moment on goal difference, although he does have those two games in hand. Um, but, you know, Soggy Cabbages. Soggy Cabbages is an interesting one. Uh, you know, can play good football, can play poor football. Um, you know, do you see him changing much, realistically? Well, I think just, I mean, just to real, just to sort of segue between those two points, just looking at Raz's record, Raz's record, so he has played the same amount of games as Tunners, he's scored the same amount of goals as Tunners, he's conceded only one goal less than Tunners, so has a minus 16 goal difference compared to Tunners' minus 17, yet he's four points better off. And four pl- and three places better off. So it's exactly what we just talked about in terms of nicking those one one goal, you know, points wins, or wins yeah. or whatever. And that's the difference. That is totally the difference. You know, if if Tunis can get himself over the line, he's got a much better chance. Whereas, you know, unfortunately for Saty, you look at him. You know, he's lost four two to Riverman, two nil to Riverman. We'll forget about the Leon results because they're just uh, uh, sporadic anyway. You know, five two to Lost Boy. Whereas you look at Tunners, you know, 2-1 loss to me, 2-1 win against um, Jeff. Yes, a 5-0 loss, but then drew two games with um, with Lost Boy 3-3, 2-2. So for me, again, just to touch on that point, I know it's a really easy and obvious point to make, but if you can just get that one extra goal or concede that one less goal, the the difference is huge, absolutely huge. And I, I, I for one, after looking at that stat, actually can see Tunners surviving, personally. If you can just make a little tweak, I can see him surviving. Um, in reference to your point, though, Ash, again, for me, I think in terms of the, 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 the sort of the playoff positions to up to soggy cabbages, I um, I do think, unfortunately, I think Raz potentially could drop and soggy could drop. But it's the same thing we say all the time. It's based on their squads. Neither yeah. of them have any real star quality in the squads, unfortunately, because of the way they choose to squad build, which is absolutely fine. But you know, when you get to this late stage of FIFA, we've all said it, it's becoming like ultimate team. Mm. So... 
when you've got play, people that have got Gareth Bale, Usman Dembele, Marcus Rashford, and you're there with bloody the Rapid Vienna or, you know, Sturm Graz <laughs> yeah. or whatever, centre-backs, or the, you know, the Brighton B team, you're going to get beat. It's, it's unfortunately, it's one of those things. Yeah, I mean, that's it. I mean, it's going to be interesting. We'll just, we'll just see what happens in the the next few weeks, and especially when sort of more games are sort of caught up and points are level. Right, we're going to move on, uh, and we're going to move over to the AG Clubhouse with Bertie. So, Bertie, please take it away for this week's segment. Welcome to the golf section of the podcast. Since I was on last, we had a very exciting conclusion to the Ryder Cup contested between Southern Englanders and the rest of the world. Indeed, it came down to the very last putt on the very last green as yours truly needed a birdie to beat Wizfox and the overall series was then tied at 9-all. Credit to everyone who took part. They play the games very quickly and especially to the new guys involved. It was great to see. A new season on the AG Tour has now started and we played our first event last week at Leighton Buzzard. That's the local golf course of Hilly and Andy Brill. It was called the Hilly's Getting Hitched Cup in honour of our good friend Hilly, who got married last Thursday. Indeed, he still had time to put in a fine performance and in fact finished third. Not so Andy, who was obviously still inebriated as he finished dead last. The event saw a very first win for Payne Wales, so well done to him. This week we honour another man who got married, DXI Jaminator, as we played the Happy Jammies Championship at Yellowgrass Prairie Club. Remember, if you want to get involved, just send me a PM, we'd be great to have you. Until next time, thanks guys. Uh, thank you very much for that, Bertie. Right, moving on to the final division of the Fancy League, League One, Harry's division. Uh, so I'm going to go from top to bottom. Uh, Wince is currently in first, undefeated, followed by Diodex, um, who's a name that I don't think many people saw up there at the start of the season. Uh, Storm, Tuggy, Raya Jones, MJG are currently in the playoff spots. Harry, you just occupy yourself outside it on seventh. Uh, Gazgraf in eighth, Hilly ninth, Wizfox tenth, followed by Payne. Rhino, Andy Brill and Emotional Worm. So Harry, let's start with you first. Obviously you're just outside the playoff spots. You do have played two games more than everybody in it. Um, but you are only a point outside. What what have you made of your season so far? And do you think in the next couple of games you can push into that playoff spot realistically? Realistically, I, I think I wouldn't be far off it. I, should, I reckon I could probably nick a, nick a spot. Being honest, I mean, I just sort of look, obviously, I was just looking at your goal difference as well. You're seeing minus six, um, which all the obviously all the playoff guys are all in a positive, um, you know, sort of 10, 13, 19, 30. Um, you have won four out of your last five games, though. Um, yeah, but, but uh, formation change and it somehow seems to be raining a lot more solid. <clears throat> I don't know what I'm doing, but it seems to be working. Um, yeah, I mean, it's an interesting one. I mean, Jam, looking towards the top, Wince, I, I, we say Wince every season, is sort of up there and abouts. Uh, I mean, as Harry pointed out earlier in the podcast, he's a bit of a yo-yo player. 
Um, you know, loves this division. Uh, we'll have a season or two in the championship and we'll come back down. Currently undefeated, you know, 1-9, drawn three. Um, so, and he's got two games in hand as well on second place. So he could end up being nine points clear by the time all the games have caught up. But in second place, it's Diodex. Um, which I don't think anyone foresaw at the start of the season. No, if anything, I think if you were to say, right, this is how, you know, if you gave everybody the the division between 1 to 14 and left out number 2 and number 14 and said, right, Emotional Worm and Diadex are going to fill these last two places, who's going to go where? 100% of people, no offence, Diadex, even himself probably, would say that Worm would be in number 2 and Diadex would be number 14. Um, Worm's had an absolute stinker by you know, complete flip side. Diodex had an absolute stormer. Um, he is uh, he has played fantastically well. And again, I know literally, I feel like a bloody broken record. But if you look at Harry and you look at Diodex, um, two people who've had an upturn in form. The one sort of consistent thing is that you know they've no, no draws, not a single drawn game. They've either won it or they've lost it. Mm. Um, you know, and again, it's what we've talked about. You know, two draws, three points is much better. One win is better than two draws. So, again. I guess the theme is don't go out to bloody draw a game, you boring bastards. Um, <laughs> um, but uh, but yeah, no, I, I think you know Diodex has played phenomenally well. Um, again, seems to have quite a good squad at the minute actually, compared to a squad he's had recently uh, in in previous seasons with with filled with old people who can't run. He seems to have you know a good few players now, Carlos Vela to, to name one. Um, and Wince, like you say, tried and trusted formation. He's got his three that go forward, Vinicius Jr., Inaki Williams, Bellarabi. Um, you know, he's got his, his pacey players up front and, and higher pressure game, and it works well for him. I think people struggle to live with that type of play in that division. Mm. Um, so, you know, look, fair play to Wince. I think he um, he was always going to be our pick to, to win the division. Um Absolutely. Along with, for me, I mean, I, I think from again, for going way back to the first podcast, I think I actually pit paying Wales to, to finish in the playoff places or, or even higher. Yeah. Um, and obviously, we see him and, and Rhino. I mean, Payne is just above Rhino, to be fair. Yeah. Um, I mean, uh, Harry, what are your thoughts on Rhino being that far down? I mean, I know you and him have a bit <laughs> of a, an ongoing battle at times. Uh, 12th out of 14th. So, what, what do you say to that? Not shocked at all. He's literally, he sold, He literally had two, three seasons ago, he had a brilliant team and then he doesn't stick with it or make it better. He just sells his best players. He's now trying to buy all of them players right back again. All the ones that made him good. He's trying to buy them all back. But I think it's probably a bit too late. So do you, do you think he's going to... Can you see him sort of propelling up the table a little bit or do you think that sort of bottom half is confirmed for him? He's not going to make the playoffs. At all. The way he's playing, he's not going to make it. Do you see I him? Think I think it would be a step too far. I think, I think in terms of playoffs, I think you can see Gaz, yourself, and maybe Hilly. What about, um, what about yeah. Payne Wales? What about Payne Wales? Because Payne, I mean, obviously, you know, we touched on it a, a little bit ago that, you know, Payne was a name at the start of the season I would have had in the playoffs possibly to go up automatically. Um, yeah, definitely. I mean, have, have you... Is, look at the players above myself, Gaz and Hilly. They're all, most of them have all come down from the championship. Apart from Tuggy and Iodax. Yeah, I mean, obviously, Rye Jones and Storm. Um 
I mean, Ryan Jones is just an anomaly, isn't it? You just never know what you're going to well, get. Yeah. He's mad, mad as a box of frogs. And um, and Tuggy, again, Tuggy is, again, he's another one of them that for me falls into um, the same bracket as Raz and Soggy. That, um, again, if he was more active on the site, therefore had a better team, would have a much better result in the season and potentially would be mid-table championship, if not better. Um you know, you look at his team. I, I looked through it the other day. It looks like a team post-reset. You know, it doesn't look like a team pre-reset at all. So, um, fair play to him for for being in the playoffs with with a with a squad that that poor, really, in comparison to the people around him. Um, but you do, you know, you look at the teams, and again, yes, Storm and Wince um, have got good teams and they're good players. But, you know, but again, it, for me, it's the squads. It's the squads that that define where people finish mm. um, and, and rightly Harry like you said you know uh, the thing is you say about Payne and Rhino making changes you know Worm doesn't really make changes Andy Brill doesn't really make changes and these guys are below them um, I think the thing that... is though on your point about Worm hmm. two seasons ago Worm was pushing for playoffs yeah that was the season so that Martinez Martinez scored what, loads didn't they what's gone yeah what's gone wrong the problem, I think, with Worm is he went all big on these players who like come into the leagues, like see a Jimenez, yeah, um, a few to eighty-four rated players, and it's it disrupted what he was trying to do, what he had that was making him good. I played Worm last night in my league games, and he literally didn't know how to defend anything like that. I literally was constantly counter-attacking him and it was literally, it was. I was lucky to be not more than five in the first game. Yeah, but he scored four. The second game, he took a 4-1 <clears throat> lead and then buggered it off. Yeah, I mean, uh, that's it, isn't it? It, it is interesting. He, couldn't, he can't defend at the moment whatever he's doing or whatever he's, whoever he's bought recently. He really has bought the wrong players. Yeah, I mean, really, again, it's backed up by the amount he's conceded. conceded 65, 65 goals. goals. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I mean, that's it. I mean, just quickly, um, looking at the bottom, Andy Brill is not, uh, he's not bottom of the league. He's got two games in hand as well um, on Worm, so he could make that gap point any uh, bigger as well. Um, can he finish? Above Rhino, <laughs> can he finish above Rhino? I don't know if they've played yet. That's the only thing. I'm not sure if they've played yet. Um, so oh. that will be interesting. That will be a legitimate relegation six-pointer. Um, <laughs> yeah. Well, who knows? So it may, I... if, if it may end up being a uh, if we do go to the four divisions for next season. Um, well, it's, you know, it's interesting that, isn't it, as a premise? Because if we go to four divisions, do we go on? the skill level and the finishing positions that we're currently in, or do we go on the fact that, look, we know that Rhino is better than third bottom of the of League One. Um, we know that Harry is a lot worse than seventh in League One, um, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Do we, do we go on that rather than where people have finished? Or it's a tough one, isn't it? Yeah, it is interesting. I suppose on merit, you would you would take the positionings of uh, where they finished the season before, but obviously if we're going full reset, um, then maybe they'll look at the skill levels um, 
I, I, I mean, the reset know. the reset is a massive leveler anyway in terms of players yeah. isn't it oh, absolutely. it's a huge leveler absolutely um, well just before while we're still on League One lads Andy and Red Rhino's in round 8 so is that the next fixture? So that's the next fixture. That's the next set of fixtures. Right. So that's that'll go. do my six, prediction. Six well, yeah. That'll do my <laughs> prediction. So let's move on and let's move on to the podcast predictions. So we're all going to have a prediction for each division uh, that we will come back to on the next podcast um, to see if we were right or wrong or not. So Jam, let's start with you. I'm going to just get you through all three at once. Uh, so if you want to start with your prem prediction. Okie dokie. So, Prem-wise, I think that by the time we get to the next podcast, Berger will be sixth. I think he'll have dropped another two places. Interesting. Do you want to just... That's my thoughts. Yeah. Do you want to go to the championship one? So, if you just do your Prem, Championship and League one. So, we'll do it. Yeah, sure. Yeah, no problem. So, championship... Again, it's a similar thing to, to Aaron, actually. Um, I would say that Leon top. Um, again, I think that's just inevitable. He's just going to keep picking up points and, and steamrolling people. Um, I think it's quite obvious that I don't think he's going to lose a single game all season. Um, so I think Leon will be top. And I can actually see, um, after the chat we've just had, I can see Tunners being... I'm going to go for Tunners in 10th. I think he's going to get out of the relegation and the relegation playoffs. Come on, Tunners. Um, and then League One I think unfortunately for my uh, my best mate Andy Brill I can see that Rhino will probably take six points from him and Rhino will use that to propel himself up the league and be eighth by the time we get to the next podcast interesting Uh, Harry have you got some predictions can I just give me one second so how many how many sets of figs how many figures are we? How many match days are we going here? So it's gonna be the next two match days. Next two, okay. Um, Prem, I think Ryan. The next two match days will go twelve points clear. Um, I think Buncey may drop some. Given Paul lose a chance to get into second, um, think Ash may pick up some points and drop Joe into those playoff positions as well. Okay. By the next two matches, um, and then to what championship? Champion, yeah. So one for the championship, uh, one for League One. I think Leon's going to end up going top eventually. Um, I think my mate Satie will pick up some points within the next two match days. Maybe get himself out of trouble. Um, I see Wardy going into the playoffs. Okay. And League One. Um. I think Andy will get some results against Rhino. I think Rhino won't go any higher than 10th. And I think I may get into the playoffs by a point by that stage. 
Yeah, interesting. So for me, Premiership, I've gone for Brian to still be top and Paul Lowe's to be second. Um, watch this space. In the Championship, I've gone from Aaron and Leon to take maximum points in their next two games, so 12 out of 12. And then for League One, I've gone for Wint to remain undefeated, uh, undefeated? undefeated <laughs> and Andy Brill to be above Rhino. Um, oh, Bold call. Andy, call. don't let me down when you play him next. Um, Andy Brill to be above Rhino and Wince to be undefeated still in the league. So, we're going to wrap up the podcast there for today. Um, thank you very much for listening. Uh, Harry, thank you very much for coming on, as always. It's a pleasure. Eventually. <laughs> Eventually got on. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks, Ove. Yeah. Enjoy no. you. No, good. Good, good. Um, Jam, as always, thank you for thank you for hosting this with me, and thank you for doing it with me, as always. Yeah, no, great for me, and uh, again, we'll uh, catch on the next one, guys. Thank you very much. Yeah, uh, as always, we say every single podcast. If you've not been on for a long time, please, please do PM either myself or Jam. We'd love to get you on. It's so easy to do. Um, I think we're going to try and get Wince on the next one. Uh, he was meant to be on the one to today, but couldn't work out. Um, so we're hopefully going to get him on the next one. So if you do want to come on, please do give myself a PM or Jam. Right, cheers for listening all, and goodbye. <laughs>